Welcome to our Monday devotional on our journey through some of the highlights of Mark's Gospel. Today we consider chapter 7, verses 31 to 37. Remember, we are in a section of Mark's Gospel where Jesus is spending some time outside his own country in non-Jewish areas. In our passage, he is in the region of the Decapolis. This is a federation of ten Greek cities. This region is where, in chapter 5, Legion was healed by Jesus, and he then went out and told people about what Jesus had done for him. So it is no wonder, then, that some Gentiles, on hearing that Jesus is in the area, might well have expectations of what Jesus can do, including the people in verse 32. And they brought to him Jesus, a man who was deaf and had a speech impediment, and they begged him to lay his hand on him. So notice that there is a series of actions by Jesus in this passage. Firstly, in verse 33, taking him aside from the crowd privately. There is compassion and tenderness here. A deaf stammerer would be more at ease away from the crowd and he would be able to focus his attention on Jesus better. Secondly, in verse 33, he put his fingers into his, the man's, ears. This is a form of sign language on Jesus' part, because unless the man can lip-read, he wouldn't understand what Jesus is saying. And Jesus is saying, something will be done for your ears. Thirdly, in verse 33, after spitting, touched his tongue. Jesus probably spat on his own finger and with the wet finger touched the man's tongue. Spittle was commonly used in cures in those days. Again, this is a form of sign language and Jesus is saying, something will be done for your tongue. Fourthly, in verse 34, and looking up to heaven. Jesus looking up to heaven is indicating that the help comes from above. It is by the power of God, not by magic. So the sign language used by Jesus is saying something is going to be done to deal with your hearing and speaking problem. And it is God alone who is able to do this for you. And there is more. For fifthly, in verse 34, he sighed. Knowing Jesus as we do, this would have been a deep, heartfelt sigh, indicating deep feeling, a tenderness for this man in his need. The man's sorrows were Jesus' sorrows. It was a sigh from the heart of God for the needy. God is not aloof from our sufferings and sorrows. God has empathy. He feels and understands. He has deep feelings for our needs. And sixthly, in verse 34, Jesus said to the man, Ephatha, this is an Aramaic word, Jesus's everyday language. And Mark gives a translation for non-Jews. Be opened. It's an important word because it means be opened whole person not just the ears. 
So Jesus wants this miracle to open up the man's spiritual understanding of what is going on. And in verse 35 we read, And his ears were opened, his tongue was released, and he spoke plainly. So in our passage we see Jesus, compassionate, tender, identifying with people's needs, and all-powerful. But as J.C. Ryle says, we see but half the instruction of this passage, if we only regard it as an example of our Lord's divine power. We must look further, deeper, and lower than the surface, and we shall find in the passage precious spiritual truths. He goes on to say, Here we are meant to see our Lord's power to heal the spiritually deaf. He can give the chief of sinners a hearing ear. He can make him delight in listening to the very gospel which he once ridiculed and despised. Here also we are meant to see our Lord's power to heal the spiritually dumb. He can teach the hardest of transgressors to call upon God. He can put a new song in the mouth of him whose talk was once only of this world. He can make the vilest of men speak of spiritual things and testify the gospel of the grace of God. Join me on Wednesday.